Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O. Morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, welcome in June 13th, 2022. It is 79 degrees in the capital city. It is one of those days where your car starts getting the, the I don't know what the proper scientific word, like condensation, but on the outside of the windshield, so you got to put your windshield wipers on. Our, our back door that we go in here on 44th and O looks like it is the entryway to a shower that has been used for the last hour on the highest temperature right now. There's no seeing out the window. It's all condensation. You would call that sticky outside right now. And as Mark just reported, oh, we haven't even seen the beginning of it. Uh, We've got 20-plus degrees still to go today with the humidity making for a beautiful summer Monday morning. This is what I wanted in, in February. This is what I was asking for when I whined about the snow and the cold weather. And so I'll take it. I'll own that. This is what I wanted, and I got it. So here we are today. Now, the problem with me wanting that is I didn't find a time this weekend to mow (laughs) the lawn. (laughs) Okay? It was a busy family weekend. We were up and back from Omaha a a couple of times. We had a lot of stuff going on yesterday. It was was just uh, a lot going on. And so I unfortunately did not find a time to mow the lawn. And so now the whole way up to work today, instead of doing what I should have been doing, which is mentally preparing for this show today and, and you know, kind of planning out the things that I want to talk about and the things that I want to say, I sat here and debated with myself about what time would be the least worst time to mow with my schedule and the weather combined. And I'll tell you what, didn't figure out an answer. <laughs> But the wind's going to come up this after, uh, later this morning. It's going to be up around uh, uh, close to 25, 30 miles an so hour. Is that not going to matter because it's out of the south. Is that a good thing? Is the blast well, furnace a good thing? Well, I mean, you know, it always helps to kind of. That's true. Uh, I, ho- I just hose my, spray the hose all over me and let that wind sort wait, so, of. So it's know? not a dead heat. It's just a smacking you in the face heat. Yeah. What you should have is you should have fixed your sprinklers and just turned them on and mowed. That'd be. I don't think that work. Well, I don't know. That might not work. That might not work. Oh, we'll see. I'll hey, put the, hey, it just dropped a degree. I'll it's put the now seventy nine. Hey, I'll put the slip and slide out. So I'll just take a break every couple of rows and go down that thing. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that. So that's uh, obviously a a significant deal today with our first, likely our first hundred degree temperatures of the year. We uh, the forecast now has us out of the triple digits for the rest of the week, but. You know, mid nineties, that kind of thing, which not you know, not not out of the ordinary for the month of June, but that's where we are right now. Uh, got a good show for you today. Uh, joining us, okay. So, cu- couple of things here. We'll have uh, Tim Hruza joining us. He's back after being out of town last week, so we do look forward to talking to him today. Also on the show today, we're gonna have Dylan Bulky join us. Uh, you you don't know if you don't know that name. He is uh, one of the the people behind Adventure Miniature Golf uh, over there at 56 and Highway 2 with the goofy signs, right? This is a mini golf course, and uh, what is it? AS, ASAP as possible. Yep, ASAP as possible. Those guys, those guys will get giant signs printed off just to make 
the office jokes mm-hmm. is, is which is great and like i don't think like 75 percent of the people don't get them who see it but yes, well I had, are- I had seen on on facebook there were some folks back from central nebraska that had been in lincoln i believe they had been here for state basketball or something but they were sharing a picture and they said, wow, grammar is really hard in Lincoln. And I was like, you guys didn't oh, get it. Oh, look at, uh, look, look, typical hey. haughtiness of central Nebraska. Hey, I stood up for the did, Lincoln You did? Folk. I did. Did you lose your central Nebraska card? No, I told him to shove it. Wow. Surprised you, you haven't been excommunicated. You will no longer set foot in the Tri-Cities. As long as, as far as we're concerned. No, my throw on Saturday did that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to talk about that. But yes, Dylan Bogey, he's going to be on, uh, you know, probably we'll talk a little bit about the new golf course down there, but he was on Holy Moly on ABC, which is the, I don't know, kind of a crossover between an obstacle course and a mini golf course. Is that like the best way? Yeah. It's one of those summer shows that they... But it's it's pretty fun if you've ever it's, watched it. It's a little out of control. I like it. Uh, but he, uh, he so so he's he did this a long time ago, like a long time ago. He actually filmed it because, mm-hmm. like a year ago, he came in here, and he had done it a while before that, and and talked to us because we were talking about yeah. some other partnerships. Well, there are times stuff. that they they film them and then they they air in the summer. But sometimes when they film them. And I, it's out in California. It's the winter. And yes, winter in California is not the same as winter in Nebraska. Right. But a lot of times they're filming at night yeah. and the temperature can get low and there are water features that people f- fall or are knocked into. <laughs> so there are times that you're like, oh, this looks like everyone's having a great time because we're watching it in the summer. Right. And they're like, it is 40 degrees. They were, they're going for a little bit of what worked with them for Wipeout with this, aren't it's they? A little bit, yeah. yeah. Anyway, he he. Uh, but the first round is done, so we can talk about. He can talk mm-hmm. about it now. Um, and he uh, made the final hole. Got the what are they like a plaid jacket that you win yeah. if, you, if you do this. And so he uh, gets the chance to uh, to go to the finale. So he probably can't talk about exactly what happens there, but we'll talk about the whole experience and and what that was like. So that'll be at eight thirty five. Like I said, Tim Hughes is going to uh, join us as well. But now it's time to address the elephant in the room. Um, which you pr- maybe saw on social media uh, over the weekend. Uh, maybe you saw in person at Haymarket Park. But, you know, we get the opportunity once very irregularly, w- w- one chance to put one of our representatives as a station up on the mound at Haymarket Park. And it's not something that we take lightly um, to throw out a ceremonial first pitch. And so... You know, one of the one of the few benefits of having Caleb here is he is a I don't know if people know this, but he's a former college athlete. And so we said, okay, this is one of the times where we finally reap some of the benefits of hiring him. Right? <laughs> he he was a he was a successful pitcher in high school. Uh tells me that he got some significant attention from colleges uh as a pitcher, then went on to throw, be a thrower, literally what you do with a baseball. Uh, but in track and field as a college athlete. And so it was a no-brainer, despite my prowess pitching slow-pitch softball for decades, we went with Caleb to do this, thinking, okay, this is going to put our best foot forward, okay? This will be a moment for KLIN to shine. It was moments like this that he was hired for. And so 
Mark's there. I'm there. We're on the field. I brought my daughter Nora with me. The place is buzzing, okay, because we want to see what this athlete can do in his. Yeah, it's really the first time we've seen him perform in his environment, right. and and so, you know, we're we're there. The rain had held off. Everything's great, and Kaline is going to shine right here on the. I don't want to say national stage, but at least regional stage. And Caleb gets up there, first pitch. A hush falls over the crowd. I've got the film rolling. Mark's got the film rolling. And, well, Caleb, and why don't you take it from here? Uh, I missed the catcher. <laughs> <laughs> now, we haven't talked yet in detail. It wasn't good. You've, you've seen... <laughs> yeah, okay. So first, It was a here... wild pitch. Yeah, it was not I, a pass I, I, ball. It's a pass ball. It's, yeah, no, it is a not ball. a... Okay, there is <laughs> no, a no. very good Salt Dogs catcher out there <laughs> yeah, who yeah. I don't feel like we should be disparaging. Yeah, it was here. Yeah, my Legion catcher would have got that. <laughs> e, E1. So here's the thing. E9, I'm sorry. We can either say that I did go with the curveball, just too much break. It's not what happened. Didn't look like that. It, it, was, it was a four-seamer that missed the dish. Um, but Outside and down. Outside and down. Yeah, I was going for the shin. Well, outside to a right-hander. I was going for the shin of a left-handed batter. Yeah, is about where that would have gone. He's hitting the ghost batter. It's a message, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> it was. I was sending a message. Um, and then, of course, the Salt Dogs scored 12 runs in the second inning. Message received. All right? <laughs> wait, wait. You're taking credit? You're yes, taking I credit have. for that? Yeah, I threw first pitch, and Salt Dogs tie a, uh, a league record. Um, wow. Maybe they'll have you back. They should. Um, and we'll get to that. I've got ideas for that. Um, but he's perhaps do, he's per- going to do it again. Perhaps I should have thrown a baseball more than one time in the last decade. <laughs> well, I and, was and maybe warmed up for it. The first thing I said, we get on the field, and I said, "So, have you did you, you know toss a baseball before this? Can I get ready?" They didn't let me in the bullpen. And Caleb was like, "It was like I don't need to." No, I didn't say I don't need I to. Think, I, I remember. I was no, no, no. Verbatim. I said, I'm going to let it fly. I'm going to let it fly. Well, that's how I interpreted it. <laughs> and so Mark and I and, and, and my daughter, who's obviously very upset after seeing that, um, you know, it's not something I'm, an 11-year-old girl should have to see, but I'll walk off the field, you know, heads down. Um, you tell the crowd kind of felt, felt a little sorry slash appalled mm-hmm. with the whole mm-hmm. thing and we slink back up the stairs. Everyone's staring at us, and you know, and, and the game did go on. I I wondered if they might cancel it after that, but it did go on, and and so there you go. So you know, maybe I I did this. I think like in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. So man, maybe like twenty thirty six, we'll get our chance to. to I uh, think we can find a way for Charlie up. to let us out next year, and here's what this does: this sets up a redemption tour. We love storylines. How's how's about this for the storyline? The redemption. Caleb's redemption. I'm gonna I'm gonna get back up it's there like next a, year. Get back on like the a, horse. I'm getting back on the hill. It's like a, one of those Tosh the Tosh 2.0 things when he yes. finds a bad as, video. As the legendary Kate Bush said, "I will be running okay, up that hill." Please stop with the Kate Bush stuff, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it is annoying me so much. <laughs> You know, it, uh, oh. I will be running up that hill. God, there were, who did right. I see? Some somebody at a concert did a cover of that song. Oh, I can't remember who it was. Selena Gomez or something did a cover of Kate. But now everybody's all in mm-hmm. Kate. When it was just me and Chris and Olathe, nobody cared. 
Nobody cared, but now everybody's all. You over should it. be happy that people have found an avenue to enjoy the music that you enjoy. <sighs> okay, well, um, anyway, and I got my signed baseball afterwards. So. Nice, very good. All right, um, thanks to Salt Dogs. Uh, thanks that, for having us out, Charlie. Thank you, fun, Char- yeah. Charlie. Please let us in once again. We appreciate it. <laughs> please thanks. don't ban us. Please, from the uh, they're gonna have that. Frog Fest out there this year, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Please don't cancel that. I've got we're having, we're in some other discussions as well uh, with them. Uh, and those discussions hope, sounded like they were great up until I got on the mound. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hey, they put out a uh, put out the mayor's budget. You, they always do this the same way, um, Mark. You you probably aware of this, but they'll give it to the newspaper on Sunday. Well, actually, uh, yeah. it, it came out to the media on Friday. Did she, it, she had did a news it, conference. Did it come out to every, They used to do this it, where it was only the, the newspaper got it on Sunday. So they changed that now? Yeah. I didn't know there was uh, a, yeah. we a had, news conference uh, on Tom Stanton before. was at the event yeah. on Friday, but it was embargoed. Yeah, uh, we, yeah on, that's what it is, embargoed. That's and, what it and is. We, we, uh, we did okay. uh, honor the embargo, but yes, All right. Uh, calling for some new uh, policemen, firemen. Hey, sounds good. So, we can all get behind that, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, 67 new jobs added, uh, to in, in the new, the new budget here. Now it does help that, uh, the, uh, the sales taxes have been higher than anticipated. So that's, uh, that's good here, but you just, uh, you just wonder if that's going to continue with this, these, this high inflation. If you keep estimating that it's going to come in low. That's how you can keep them above expectation. Right. Okay. I expect $150 in sales taxes next year. No way I can be disappointed. 150 okay. $150 straight dollars for, right. the, for the next fiscal year. <laughs> yeah. On this so, whole so thing. So we're going to see a property tax cut. Uh, yeah. Slight. Uh, so, but, right. Uh, they they uh, did a biennium this year, which they hadn't been doing because the things had changed it up with the pandemic. So they finally got back to uh, that whole thing. $243.5 million, 7.4 increase in spending. Uh, the budget will increase 98 or 4% in the second year of the uh, the budget cycle. So, um, yeah, th- th- there we go. And, and um, the other thing uh, is... Was there anything else in there that caught your attention, Mark? Anything no, else that I know, should mention there? I mean, I mean no, nobody, everybody loves budget talk oh, on yeah, the morning radio. They're like, get me, get it at Monday morning. I wake up. Let's get the ledger out. Let's start knocking this out here. Yeah, this all point. we need now is an old 10 key uh, adding machine and we can just figure it all out. Uh, five additional police officers. Five additional police officers in 2023, 2024. That's in the second uh, year of this. So. So that's good. I, I think that's good. More civilian employees are going to add as well. One hundred fifty thousand for mental health service. We'll get into that. We have her on this week. We have her on on Wednesday. Uh, on Wednesday. Yep. So we'll get more into it there. Uh, anything? Anything else, Mark? That I need to mention? Since uh, I... No, but I would tell you one thing. I have decided I am never ever giving money again to people collecting for marathons. Absolutely <laughs> not. Why do you say that? Because they just take the money and run. <laughs> Six twenty-five. <laughs> Three and a half out of ten. Six twenty-five. Another thing that I found out. Oh no! Yeah, tall people sleep longer in bed. Two point five out of ten. Six twenty-five. We'll take a break. Sports <laughs> is next on KLIN. Today's keys to the city keyword is Pine Lake.
Enter that keyword now at KLIN.com to win your keys to the city. Presented by Lincoln Mattress and Furniture, your hometown store. Look at news from both inside and outside of Lincoln and conversation on how that news affects us here. It's time for the Sound Off on LNK Today. All right, 638 LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Keys to the keys to the city keyword today, Pine Lake. I'm not spelling that for you. If you can't spell that, you don't get a win. <laughs> wow, rude. Uh, it's true. It's true. All one word? Two words. I, oh, that's okay. Fair, but, but it's like the street. I mean, two words. Okay, um, we've had others that have been like the street. Pine Lake. Uh, the business is Slim Chickens. They have a location out on uh, on Pine Lake. Maybe you uh, knew that. Uh, you can uh, do that either at 16th Pine Lake Road or 85th and Old Cheney. Two words uh, for both of them. You can uh, go to any of those and you can uh, get an extra entry, get those gift certificates potentially to Slim Chickens and to the entire uh, the entire whole lot of the businesses that we've been featuring. By the way, Kayla, back for a limited time. Dry rub wings, Ooh. fresh fried and full of flavor. Try Cayenne Ranch, lemon pepper, and the new Nashville hot. So, oh. uh, so anyway, today's keyword, Pine Lake, two words. Uh, go to KLIN.com, click on the Keys to the City banner, and you can get yourself entered. Keep listening for the daily Keys to the City keywords. For more chances to win and find all the details about Keys to the City and all the featured businesses at KLIN.com, you can see the place you can go to get those extra entries. It's all brought to you by Lincoln Mattress and Furniture. I've never gone inside the uh, the Slim Chickens here in Lincoln. I've gone through the drive through and it's always really fast. Oh, I've been inside the one on uh, on 84th a lot. Yeah. Quite a lot, yeah. <laughs> Quite a lot. Kids like to uh, kids like to go there. Uh, all right, let's jump into our sound. I've got a lot today, so without any further ado, did you see this breaking news on a Sunday morning? Uh, a deal has been worked out between negotiators in the Senate. A bipartisan deal uh, relating to gun control and some other things as well in the wake of Uvalde. Capitol Hill unveils a major breakthrough in gun reform talks. A new bipartisan agreement aims to strengthen red flag gun laws, bolster school security, and enhance mental health support. A group of 20 senators, including 10 Republicans, has signed on to the deal's framework. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says the bill will be put on the floor as soon as possible once finalized. So I don't. what I don't know is if this means that those are the only Republicans that will vote for this particular bill, mm-hmm. or if that means those are the ones that agreed to put their names to saying they support it right now, and it could get more votes. Because if I'm doing the math correctly, uh, which isn't very complex, if you've got to get 60 votes for this thing to overcome a filibuster, you can't lose a Democrat then. Right. So if it's 10, you got to have the... You you got to have every single Democrat end up voting for it, and I, I guess I assume that would happen, but who knows? Mm-hmm. I don't know with that whole thing. But uh, reaction to uh, to to the to the bill, and 
you know, does it go too far? Does it not go far enough? A little bit more on that. The provisions the bipartisan group of senators settled on enhances red flag laws and school safety and funds mental health initiatives. It does not raise gun buying age, but increases scrutiny of teenagers purchasing guns. President Biden called it a step in the right direction, but not all he felt is needed. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer echoed that, calling it a good first step and will move to quickly put it to a vote once finalized. Minority Leader Mitch McConnell said the deal shows what dialogue and cooperation can yield while respecting the Second Amendment. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Um, no Nebraska senators in the uh, the 10 people, uh, the 10 Republicans right. who had done that. Um, again, I don't know if the, that's something where they, they haven't heard anything, so I don't know if they'll sign on to it later or vote for it or, or what that means. But yeah, anchored around extra scrutiny basically for gun buyers under the age of 21, give states uh, grants if they implement the red flag laws, new spending on mental health treatment, school security. Um, so we'll we'll see, but it looks like it's at least possible that you're going to get 60 on this thing. The lead negotiators were Senator Chris Murphy of uh, Connecticut, John Cor- Cornyn of Texas, Kristen Sinema of Arizona, and Tom Tillis of North Carolina. So two Democrats and and two Republicans on this one. The other Republicans who uh, indicated they would be willing to support this is uh, our Susan Collins, Maine, Bill Cassidy, Louisiana. Uh, let's see, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham, that's interesting. South mm-hmm. Carolina, Pat Toomey, Pennsylvania, Roy Blunt, Missouri, uh, Richard Byrne, North Carolina, Rob Portman, Ohio, Mitt Romney, Utah. So there you go. By the way, four of the, four of those Republicans retiring at the end of the year. Retiring at the end of the year. Yeah, if you're retiring, it feels like there's less consequences to to sign on to stuff. Yeah. Um, So there you go. Uh, I mean, I don't know. You know, perhaps the gun control measures in it are significant. A lot of people are saying it doesn't go far enough regard. But to me, the thing that stuck out on it is some of the continued. uh, This is actually getting somewhere, I think, on some of the mental health issues that I think a lot of people are correctly citing on a bipartisan basis for this and uh, gives gives schools some resources um, and, and some of those other things as well. So um, I think that, you know, I, I would, for that purpose, uh, I personally am going to say I, I hope it passes particularly, I think, for, for that part of the whole thing. But we'll see what happens with that going forward. Uh, all right, got, hey, we are uh, two hours and 15 minutes uh, from another day of January 6th hearings, not in prime time this time, unless you live in like Australia or something. Um, they're going to be doing it in the morning this time. What are they going to be talking about? Who are they going to be talking to? Let's find out more. The initial hearing raises the curtain for six other hearings spread out over the next two weeks. The committee says its goal is to show that myths perpetuated by the former president that he won fueled the siege. In the coming days, the panel examines the pressure campaign on former Vice President Mike Pence. Plus, the committee explores possible links between Trump allies and extremists like the Proud Boys. Fox is told the hearings could establish evidence, which Attorney General Merrick Garland could use if he wants to pursue prosecutions. On Capitol Hill, Chad Pergram, Fox News. All right, and then moving uh, branches of the government, should be getting some more of these Supreme... They only had a few more weeks left to put out these Supreme Court rulings, including the potentially um, 
the potential overturning of Roe versus Wade, what else is going to be coming out here in the next coming weeks? There are still about 29 cases left to be decided by the Supreme Court before the close of its term at the end of the month. Among them are cases dealing with gun rights, immigration, and abortion rights, specifically a case that could potentially result in the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Also being decided is a religious liberty case involving a high school football coach who lost his job for praying on the field at the end of games. These are the last rulings that will come from this particular makeup of the court. Justice Stephen Breyer is retiring and will be replaced by Justice Katanji Brown-Jackson, who will be sworn in at a later date. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. All right. Uh, and we did it. We did it, everyone. Gas prices over the weekend officially, on the national average basis, broke $5 a gallon. We did. You need to yeah. stop talking about this like we have succeeded in we something. We did it. I hate the positivity I, 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 with I got to find some <laughs> create like I've made some accomplishment New high score. <laughs> new achievement unlocked. <laughs> Plus 200 XP. Yeah. Gas prices did hit a new record overnight, now reaching just over 501 a gallon. That is up slightly from the day before, but up nearly 60 cents from a month ago. Now, the president is widely expected to travel to Saudi Arabia next month and hopes the Saudis will boost oil production to help bring prices down. But the White House says this is about bringing peace and stability to the Middle East. In the meantime, inflation keeps ticking up and it goes well beyond just the price of gas and fuel oil you see there. It's just about everything. Food, used cars and trucks, even clothing up 5% year over year with Republicans blaming out of control spending. Now, uh, you know, these are, I think there are a lot of factors, some complex issues that, that go into inflation, gas prices and those sorts of things. But the bottom line is going to be politically for this, and I think you'll see it in the midterms. And if this continues to be a thing into 2024, um, this is going to come back to really politically haunt Biden administration and Democrats. Whether it's justified or not, I have no, I mean, I, I can't imagine that it won't. And I think people are forecasting that you know, Republicans are going to do well in the midterms, especially uh, in the House. And, and, but, I mean, listen, it's what's the phrase? It's the economy, stupid. Yeah, that's you you want an issue that is going to mobilize. We we talk about all these hot button, these culture war issues, those sorts of things that there's there are people who are very passionate about. But there is nothing that is going to be as as wide um, uh, uh, that is going to as much impact widespread groups of people, mobilize them to to vote. Um, it's the, you know, it's, it's not pleasant. I don't think for any of us, but politically it's the best possible situation for, for Republicans right now. And again, the, whether, whether there's truth to it or not saying, well, this is, you know, this is about the Russian invasion. This is about other things. This is happening worldwide. I just don't think that plays very well. I don't think that's going to play very well politically, and I don't think it is playing very well politically right now. Uh, let's see. All right. Hey, another sign that things continuing to to normalize, back to normal after the pandemic, after the whole COVID thing. Uh, if you now fly into the United States, 
you no longer have to get tested immediately when you get here. Travel getting much easier for folks flying into the U.S. The CDC dropping its testing requirement for international travelers, meaning folks can now fly into the U.S. without first showing proof of a negative COVID-19 test. The CDC saying the requirement is no longer necessary. It says largely thanks to access to COVID-19 vaccines and therapeutics helping to lower Americans' risk of death and or developing severe disease. Airline and tourism groups are applauding the move after months of pleading with the Biden administration to end the testing requirement. Industry pros say not only did the mandate weaken demand for international travel, it also caused a whole lot of folks travel nightmares. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, obviously, yes, it's still something that people are getting. I know one of my close friends uh, had COVID and was was laid up for a while with it right now, but the the people that are still talking about living in you know living like we were in 2020, which I I think we probably disagree maybe on on some of those things what was justified and what wasn't in 2020, but now in June of 2022, with the numbers being what they are, the mortality or lack of mortality being what it is right now. I'm, it does. It does sometimes feel like there are, you know, people who want this to con- who want it to just continue to go on and take some of that part of of living that way. And so I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, that you're getting some more normalization on things like this. I don't think about it anymore. I really don't. Um, and I did. I did in the past. It was obviously impactful of all of our lives, really extensively here at this point. But you know, I don't. Nonetheless, nonetheless, I'm just, I'm glad there was part of me that wondered sometimes when we were doing two shows a day and in 2020, in the early summer of 2020, thinking, oh my goodness, when are we going to, when are we going to even feel like this, we've hit a level of normalcy and I'm, I'm glad that it did eventually come here and uh, things like this continue to make it that way. Uh, This is a quite a story Uh, going to Massachusetts for this one. They've got a real problem, for whatever reason, Caleb, of people um, relieving them, uh, relieving themselves, uh, number one style, in the elevators in in Massachusetts. What? So they have put together a shockingly high tech way to stop this. You just you got to listen to this system. The Transportation Authority says urination in the elevators has become a major problem, which damages equipment and also causes health concerns. The agency, which services Boston and the surrounding area, is launching a pilot program this summer that will include urine detection sensors placed in four downtown elevators, along with an attached fan to allow the sensors to suck in air and smell if urine is present. (laughs) If the scent of urine is detected, the sensors will then trigger an alarm that alerts transit ambassadors who can dispatch a cleaning crew. Data will be collected for several months before the agency makes a decision about whether to implement the program citywide. Ted Lindner, Fox News. <laughs> no. That... A fan that sucks in the air to determine if the smell is there? It's amazing. Technology. Welcome to the future, ladies and gentlemen. I hate it. <laughs> Would you... I, I, here's an offer that I think you probably all can refuse but maybe because it's in the name of science and progress you would think about saying yes to this how do you feel about 
cockroaches. A pest control company is offering $2,000 to families willing to have 100 cockroaches let loose in their homes. The pet informer is conducting a study on the best ways of getting rid of cockroaches, and they need five to seven houses to experiment on. Volunteers must be 21 and own their homes or have permission from the owner. Hopefully, the company will get rid of the cockroaches they unleash. Roger Stern, Fox News. I do not like the addendum. On two <laughs> two thousand bucks. What is the pr- what is the price of getting one hundred cockroaches in your home and probably having them all gone after it's over? Two thousand a fair price for and that? Probably having them gone. What kind of experimental stuff are we talking here? What is the, What do you think your success rate is going to be? I'd want some more discussion about that. Uh, welcome. I, I can't believe this hasn't happened already, but welcome Tiger Woods, one of three athletes now. Think in your head to see if you haven't heard this already, who you think they are. There are three athletes who are billionaires, known billionaires. Uh-huh. Have you seen this story yet? No, I have not. So Tiger Woods is now on, on the list. But do you, I, do you I, think you can I know guess one the other the two? Other ones. Who's that? LeBron James. Correct. Is it it's active? Uh, not ne- No, not necessarily. Not necessarily active. Alive, but... Is Michael Jordan a billionaire? Let's find out. One week since LeBron James was estimated by Forbes to be worth over a billion dollars, Tiger Woods has joined this exclusive club for athletes that includes Michael Jordan. Tiger, Jordan, and LeBron, the only athletes worldwide known to have an estimated worth of at least a billion dollars. Forbes notes that the majority of Tiger's earnings are not from golf tournaments, but sponsorship and endorsement deals with the likes of Nike, TaylorMade, and Gatorade. Forbes says that in the last 12 months, even though Tiger has not played much golf because of his SUV crash last February, the 15-time major golf champ earned $68 million off the course. Jared Max, Fox News. Yeah, I was trying to, trying to think who you'd even else, who else you'd even have in that stratosphere. It probably would be probably a, a soccer player. I, you know, I don't know who the... Yeah, you, you'd have to think that Messi or Ronaldo is somewhere up there. Yeah. But but if you're thinking about athletes that have gone on to do have successful business, where's Magic Johnson? Yeah, Matt, that, that's true. That, Magic that, Johnson. That, that was that's one that, and he owns a, several teams. He's part of yep. the ownership groups. That would be one. It, I guess Tom Brady would be the other one that you would wonder about too. Mm-hmm. Uh, j- just in terms of the entire portfolio, I think Brady. Everything. Give Brady ten years after he retires. So, yeah. uh, so I don't know in twenty years. Yeah. Uh, but because he's going to make more money once he is retired. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then last but not least, our friends at Wallet Hub are <laughs> continuing their work hubbing wallets or what well, 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 their real work, which is putting out lists that we then talk about and give them free marketing for. But they're interesting lists. I got to give them that. And this one particular, the most and least fun states in America. What do you think is number one? Yeah, you're about to find out. Wallet Hub ranks California as 2022's most fun U.S. state, followed by Florida, Nevada, New York, and Illinois. Colorado, Washington State, Texas, Minnesota, and Louisiana among the top ten. The personal finance website's report, dubbed the most fun states in America, is based on 26 metrics, including ideal weather, number of attractions, restaurants per capita, variety of arts, as well as entertainment, and recreation establishments. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. All right, well, give me a number. Give me your over-under number for Nebraska. What do you think? I have no idea. 
I don't have Say a cast. Play the, play the dang game. 13. 13? No. 36. Come on. Play play the game. 30. Be dumber. Here's the here's the easiest thing of these Wild Hub ones. Guess 49 and 50. You can always do it. It's always some combination. Uh, West Virginia. Yep. Number 50. Uh, Mississippi. And number 49. <laughs> always. Always. <laughs> those, those two states have taken so much bad PR on these top 50 lists. Wallet Hub hates West Virginia always. and Mississippi. <laughs> By the way, we beat Kansas, uh, but four spots behind Iowa. Boo. All right, 657. We'll take a break. Selling K today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. KLIN. All right, 715 Allen K today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Let me, uh, let me read you right now the lead to the top story at KLIN. <laughs> I don't know. I do. I don't know if we need our breaking news sounder for this or or what. But it honestly is one of the best leads I've ever seen for a news story on our website or anywhere else. Uh, but it goes as it goes as follows. Uh, let's see. Uh, headline is Henry's first pitch disappoints at KLIN night at the Salt Dogs uh, by Caleb Henry. <laughs> Posted 14 minutes ago. And I'll just read verbatim the story. I mean, you can still go there and read it, but uh, you suck. That sentiment was shared by many on hand at Haymarket Park to see LNK Today co-host Caleb Henry throw out the first pitch for the Lincoln Salt Dogs game on Saturday. Henry, along with Jack Mitchell and Mark Vale, was at the ballpark for KLIN night at the Salt Dogs. Here's the full uh, video as narrated by uh, by Mitchell. I think we could probably play the audio, the audio of this thing, Caleb, here. Let's see if, sorry, I put you on the spot there. You ready for me? I, I I got it. Today on 1,499 with Jack Mitchell and Mark Vale. The designated millennial of the trio, Caleb H. Sure that Gen Y never loses to the X's or the Boomers in Generation Wow! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> on the field, booing Caleb. Oh. Me on the field, booing Caleb. This is a terrible angle. This was a bad choice. (laughs) You suck! (laughs) As the ball went past the catcher, putting hundreds of people in danger anywhere around home plate in the stands i know there's a net up there but it was i was concerned I you, remain, you could hear it in my voice i remain I convinced that that was a pass ball yeah no that's that is disrespectful to your salt dogs catcher any, and we apologize any catcher to, worth, worth his, if he wants to put the salt in salt dogs he would have got that ball. no I, listen i am here to officially apologize to the lincoln salt dogs and charlie meyer and anybody and anybody affiliated with them that a had to see that and then now had to hear this slander afterwards that's well, ne- embarrassing for our station next time i will throw a fastball and not a curveball and let it just break too hard across into the batter's box here you go <laughs> Uh, you, if, if you want to see the video that actually goes along, you know, that was the obviously the audio of the. There's a video that goes along with it, and you can kind of see it. But I did. I picked the worst angle. I realized I was standing kind of like by the on deck circle, videotaping it, and I was realized there's a reason they don't show baseball games from this angle because you can't get the the batter or the pitcher and the catcher here's, here's in the, the same thing. shot. You could have if you didn't take videos like you were 74 years old and do it vertical i thought that was the cool way to do it now i mean you you can it shows up well on tiktok 
Which I, That's, I, which I, I made you. Yes, I, you turned I, I into linked a, to my TikTok, and yes, it, it's cut into scenes from the movie Major League with just a bit outside, and uh, uh, yeah. But but yes, it's if you want to get everything in, okay, you've got to go horizontal. So I thought it used to be people made fun of uh, the older people for doing it horizontal and not vertical. I thought that was the no. Thing. It's the Is other it, way around. Horizontal's back. Horizontal never went away. No, hor- uh, horizontal did for a time. No, horizontal for a time. Is, vertical was the. Cool I don't care way. who's making fun of what, because horizontal is still the superior way. I agree to film action. I was trying to, you know, uh, talking about they got the uh, that propaganda that the PA person was reading there about the you, propaganda. Yeah, propaganda is what it was. I'm That's sorry, disinformation that, that you were having. Two season titles. How many do you have? Zero. <laughs> I'll, I'll help you answer that. <laughs> hey, you know what we got this week? Uh, go- going down to, uh, I believe it's in Beatrice, the uh, the uh, hearing for uh, Herbster oh, and right. Slama. Right. Yeah they uh, they've got their their first hearing in this whole thing. They moved it from they moved it to to Beatrice. It was filed in Johnson County, but they're going to be doing it in uh, Gage County. Um, uh, the district judge has his has his chambers there, but like among the thi- I mean, there's a there for virtually n- nothing really happening in court so far in this this thing. There has been a whole lot of pretrial wrangling between these two sides, and at first it was done. You know, it always came out came along with sort of a news story that came with it because mm-hmm. it was in the days leading up to the election. You remember the. The, the controversy that uh, they, they had wanted to depose Herbster, Slama's team wanted to depose Herbster uh, on the, the week of the election, and Herbster said, that wouldn't work for me, and the, there were motions filed related to that. Maybe they would, they would seek sanctions. The other thing, here's the other thing that they're going to get into uh, here during the pretrial motions, which will be sort of interesting because it's got a bit of a national... Tie to it with yeah. the people in, because in the, Trump's the folks orbit. That are, yeah, are, are uh, have been involved with Trump. Yeah, so Slama they 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 basically had a motion to subpoena. Uh, I believe it's just request for documents mm-hmm. um, from people that are fairly big names, uh, particularly Kellyanne Conway, Corey Lewandowski, David Bossy, among some other people who are kind of in in the um, Trump orbit with this and Herbster's lawyers filed objections to this and so Slama Team Slama basically still does file those subpoenas but without the the portions that are under dispute right now and so one of the things as I understand it that are is going to be discussed at this hearing and the judge will eventually rule on is how much and I, I don't know the detail or the exact nature of the documents right that, and and why Slama's team wants them and what they think might be in them related to Conway Lewandowski bossy and and those sorts of things but they've got a motion now that is out there saying okay we're going to actually litigate this portion of it and whether or not we can send our full subpoenas to the Conway's Lewandowski's and bossy's of the world at this point. Um, and then you got Herbster's attorneys say they've got a huge list of documents and communications that they want to get their hands on 
as well. It, 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 it's just interesting because if something comes out of this that involves those bigger national names mm-hmm. um, and whatever they're getting subpoenaed, this thing could really it could really pick up some national interest potentially. But the you know I've 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 been in civil actions where the I mean there's just scads of pre, everybody's objecting to everything <laughs> at the outset mm-hmm. you know they're not all like that but you can buckle in for something that's contentious the whole way through at this point and just kind of on principle I mean I I kind of think this is going to go to trial I I think this is going to go to trial I don't think I don't know. I, I think either. I think there's still enough of an impact on whatever the ambitions of both of the players in this and mm-hmm. their their legal teams are that I don't know that any kind of a settlement is going to be satisfactory to either side. How do we get the folks at Nebraska Public Media to cover this the same way that national media covered Johnny Depp, Amber Heard? Oh my gosh. Hopefully it doesn't take <laughs> as as long as that whole thing was. So anyway, yeah, there we go. All right, we are gonna grab a break right now. Uh, we got Caleb Sports coming up next. Our morning drive ten, five things you're gonna be talking about. Uh, also coming up during eight o'clock hour, Tim Herza and the man who is on Holy Moly on ABC yes. right here from Lincoln at eight thirty five. Stick around on KLIN. Waking up the capital city with the help of Nitro Cold Brew Coffee from Broken Rail Beverage Company. This is 1499.3 KLIN. Well, let's start with number five, and we ask the always poignant question on days like this. Hot enough for you? Number five. Heat advisory goes into effect at one this afternoon, continues till eight this evening. A heat in, uh, indecency, I'm going to call it. Heat, in, heat indecency. Heat indecency. <laughs> of 109 this afternoon. Right now we're at 81. Humidity is 88%, so we already have a heat index of uh, 83, uh, about 85, 86 degrees. Feels like 86 is <laughs> what is I got right here. rude. And that, yeah, it was in the 70s and it was miserable out there for a while. And you can expect a lot of condensation when you get out of your air-conditioned vehicle or walk out of an air conditioned, you know, it just immediately fogs you up. Now, it obviously, uh, check on neighbors, especially elderly. Don't leave anything in your vehicle that's alive. I mean, just don't do that. Don't or like any like cupcakes or Snickers bars or anything. Right. And and I wouldn't even leave, uh, you know, canned soda and things yeah, like just that. Just clean out your car. Yeah. So uh, uh, it's it's not going to get very cool overnight. Probably low around 81. 80. What we're at right now is your overnight low. Yeah, this 81. is as cool as it's going to be until <laughs> tomorrow night. Yeah. This so, is curly hair season, though. And and, that, and winds. 25 mile per hour gusts today. 35 mile per hour gusts tomorrow. All out of the south. Does that help or hurt? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Good to know. This was... Uh, I had that experience that you only have when it gets uncomfortably hot outside, where j- just the driving here and and walking into our studios at 44th and O, where it's not pleasant outside necessarily, but you get into the air conditioning and that doesn't feel good either because yeah. it's like too much. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a shock. That was when, when I did the uh, walk of shame 
what two the, three the, years ago three years ago yeah we were, it was the hottest day of the entire year it was in it was right around this time of year and I remember that I remember you know it's it's no listen people people who work outside all all day are kind of, gonna kind of scoff at me but it felt way better just to stay outside than to go between going outside and inside oh, yeah, over and over that makes it way worse yeah. I know so I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, I'm having an internal debate I really. I didn't get the lawn mowed this weekend. I don't know that another day is going to be a wise decision for me. Do I wait until eight o'clock at night? Uh, you know, I'm not. I can't get up early and, and do it. Obviously, so I'm going to figure out figure out when I'm doing that. One of the challenges to mowing right now is the uh, dew that's on the grass. So right, there's a lot of uh, with 88 percent humidity. It's going to stay sticky for a long right. time. Right. Well, that's my own fault. I didn't get it done this weekend, but nonetheless, we'll be we'll be doing that. And if you're mowing today, you can tune in klin.com, dot uh, com, or you can listen to our uh, KLIN podcast through the app from our all of our shows, mm-hmm. or you can listen to the Jack Mitchell podcast, which is also and, there. And we just got to give props to anybody that has to work outside. Just be yeah. careful. Yeah. Yep. Uh, absolutely. And uh, you know, we just had Pastor Tom on a while too. I, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of people trying to keep cool today, and uh, uh, so a little bit of a mediation on this thing throughout the rest of the week. This is the only day as it stands now with triple digits in the week plus forecast. But I mean, we're we're, we're more kind of you know like mid nineties with lows in the upper sixties or high seventies instead of today, where high of well over a hundred and. Huge, uh, the low of 81. Huge part of the country under some type of heat advisory or heat uh, uh, watch hey, warning. You know how bad in February, we, we you know, you and I uh, talk about, boy, it'd be sure nice to be in Phoenix right now and mm-hmm. getting ready for some spring training games. Not probably could get a some easy uh, some some cheap rooms in Phoenix right now. Probably right? 114 there Saturday. Yikes! Yikes! All right, moving on. Number four. Mayor Larry and Gaylor Baird's going to outline her proposed budget for the uh, biennium 22 through 24 fiscal years. She'll do that this afternoon. Calls for investments in services and infrastructure to enhance public safety and health, fuel economic growth, provide customer service, protect Lincoln's high quality of life. Cutting property taxes uh, by $1.2 million. Uh, that primarily due to strong and growing sales tax collections. $243 million tax uh, supported budget for the coming year represents a 7.4% spending increase. In 2024, the budget will increase $9.8 million. So, uh, you know, there you go. So they're back to the two year cycle now. Um, which is, they had done it differently which is the norm. through the pandemic, yeah. which is was normally done. But property, so the property tax levy is going to be cut under this to thirty one point two nine three cents per hundred dollars of assessed valuation. So if you got a two hundred thousand dollar home, we're talking about six hundred twenty six dollars in property tax uh, savings. There. All right. L- listen, I've been through enough of these budget cycles where. Are you sure that math is correct? Of course, I'm reading. I'm reading KLIN.com's article on this. Hey. So um, that's uh, that's uh, according to the article here. Um, but nonetheless, you know, I, I do remember during during the Beitler administration, it seemed like this time came around all of the time, and it was like, is there going to be an increase in property? Is there? Gonna, and then eventually there there was. 
Um, so you've you've got no, that, but you get you're, you're, what you're doing is you're cutting the the income tax or the property tax levy, but with valuations, the, the, right? Well, not the valuation, but, but just the it, it's still going to mean more property tax income total because we got a lot of construction going on. Got that, and people's valuations went up, as right? Well. Yeah. Yep. Although mine didn't last time, despite not that I'm asking the assessors to come back out and look at it, but I put a sweet new deck. They, my they must not have gotten to my protest yet. <laughs> to your protest. I protested, you protested your evaluation. My property valuation. <laughs> yeah. Jack Mitchell not paying enough in taxes. <laughs> and I brought a team of lawyers in here to prove to you. His deck is sweet. I will spare no it expense. Is sweet. He invites well, me to parties on it all the time. It's beautiful. It's great craftsmanship. I, I don't blame him for doing that. Why is that? I mean, you're the one that Saturday evening said, you suck. <laughs> You've also got an outdoor movie theater that you set up. That's making it sound cooler than it is. Nope, I put it's, a, pr- it's, nope, I it's put a projector on my garage door. Nope, it's what you have. You have an outdoor okay, this is an theater up-top. and entertainment. Listen, I don't know who's listening right now, but we have a fairly wide listenership, and I know there are probably people at the assessor's office who tune into the show, so... I'm going to go ahead and ask you to stop. I have heard that you to... are going to be paving extra walkways around your deck in the back back area. Okay, well that's perspective, and that shouldn't be factored into the valuation. It's, so uh, I think yeah. I can get my objections. But he now has a has a uh, all inclusive alarm system that increases the value and the worth. Oh, of the, for sure. I mean, sometimes his his uh, garage uh, floor. Stays yep. even cold enough for him to put his pop or his really? beverages. Wow, that's refrigerated that's, floor. Huh? Exactly, no, it's not refrigerated. <laughs> I get mad when I, my diet Mountain Dew is warm because I forgot to put it in the fridge. So that's that actually should lower the value. Wow, your forgetfulness is, does not people, figure into the valuation of your house. You have upgraded your entire office with several screens. Okay, they, that you, sounds it, like that should be part of the property value. Man. If, if this goes on like it is, uh, Herbster Slama is not going to be the number one legal drama in this state. It is going to be Henry versus Mitchell. <laughs> By the way, Slama and Herbster start in court tomorrow. Yeah, I know. We were we were talking about that. They get going, and, and they're going to be talking in part, uh, among other things, about those subpoenas of all the big names in the Trump orbit. Oof. All right, please. By you the guys way, did a great job valuating uh, uh, my home. By the way, on the on the mayor's <laughs> budget, you're going to be having a discussion with the mayor Wednesday morning. Yes, we will have a Wednesday. So we'll get good morning. It's, obviously, has to go through the process now. The city council, the hearings, everything. But that's the that's the. Proposal. I'm glad you get to talk to her about the budget and not. You talk to her, and then at 9 a.m. on Wednesday, they release the budget. That's it's nice. It's when the <laughs> when the news actually. Happens. By the way, I'd like you not to say anything during that interview, if you please. I don't need to be because if she finds a windfall all of a sudden, and I will be speaking with sudden, her off air. I'd like to add another. <laughs> just to say, we're adding another ten police officers to the biennium budget. Thank you, Jack Mitchell. Jack's deck. <laughs> Number three. Had a little political debate last night. KETV Omaha hosted uh, Mike Flood, Patty Panzing Brooks. Uh, uh, they did talk a little bit about uh, gun control, and that was just as the uh, Senate came out with some bipartisan framework. They still got to work on the actual language. So uh, this is their only, I guess, official debate. However, they will be meeting and uh, presenting a week from uh, tomorrow at the Liba Luncheon here in Lincoln. Okay. So 
But By this the way, is the only real debate. I thought this was supposed to be the five things people are talking about. Is it just me, or is like almost nobody talking about the election? I mean, seriously, it 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 feels like it. After all of the hype of the primary, uh, all the yard signs, all the commercials, everything that's going on now, this is like a. Uh, it's like just a, a, a drop in the pond here with this whole thing. I don't know. I, I feel like it's because that, people it, know what the results going. Is that to be. what it is? I mean, this should on paper. I mean, be a because I feel like last year in the the last time that Fortenberry was running for this seat, that was kind of an intriguing race, right? Now maybe it's because he won it and won it bigger than people thought. Some people thought he would at that point. They thought as well, you know. This is. I'm just surprised that the national level people haven't been making a bigger deal out of it. You know, you're a congressman convicted, resigning, uh, Republican, uh, now a chance to turn it uh, in a very close house, uh, maybe well, a Repu- uh, Democrat. Uh, I mean, that's kind of a good point because every Monday we have all these stories about the the primary. You yep. know, we we'll probably have another. I think South Carolina goes on on Tuesday again, and there are these primaries. Like, I man. Big it's one hard, tom- hard for me to care. Yeah, big one tomorrow is Nevada. Nevada? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, they uh, that this is our only debate that was uh, that was scheduled in this whole thing. That's what they I told me. I don't know. They- is this an opportunity for Patty Pansing Brooks to get out the vote on this thing? And I, I can't imagine turnout for this is going to be particularly good. I don't know. Early voting is already underway. So Yeah. By the way, that election is two weeks from tomorrow. tomorrow. Two weeks from tomorrow, and that is the same day before that- the re. It's like the it's the first game of a doubleheader, essentially. Yeah, it's a right. day night doubleheader. That's also the day that uh, Congressman former Congressman Fortenberry learns what his punishment will be. Oh, that's right. I forgot that schedule. Speaking that. of legal dramas, my goodness. Number two, Senate negotiators announced an outline of a bipartisan response to last month's mass shootings. Noteworthy that it's a bipartisan deal that has been reached, but the proposals are relatively modest, like keeping some weapons from potential assailants, boosting mental health programs. Uh, President Biden, many Democrats say it's way too little. Uh, Biden calls the measures important steps in the right direction. So we'll see how far this does or does not go. So it's a lot. I mean, it, it deals with multiple. I mean, people refer to it as gun control, but it deals with, as you said, a, a, some s- several different things. That's part of it. Um, red flag, basically funding to help states implement red flag laws. That's that's number one. Um, number two, funding for mental health and school safety. Uh, including a national build out of community mental health clinics. Uh, number three, what they what's called the boyfriend loophole, um, so that no domestic abuser, spouse, or serious dating romantic partner can buy a gun if they're convicted uh, of abuse against their partner. Uh, uh, first ever federal law against gun trafficking and straw purchasing. So that's trying to stop the flow of illegal guns into cities and. No, they don't raise the age, but enhance background check for under 21 gun buyers and a short pause to conduct the check. The young buyers under 21 can get that only after the enhanced check mm-hmm. is completed. Um, and then clarification of who has to register as a licensed gun dealer to make sure that commercial sellers that are supposed to be doing background checks are actually doing that. So that's what it is. Uh, uh, what I don't know, a couple of things on this, Mark. 
Number one, I don't know. You know, by my math, they've got to get every Democrat if these are the only 10 Republicans who are supporting it. Now, right. maybe there are more Republicans, but those are the only ones for the time that being. That have pretty much agreed. But a lot of it's going to depend on what the legislation actually ends up being. This is the framework. This Fair is enough. The, Fair enough. And, yeah. and so, you know, you could have... So they haven't waited. No. Because I, I, I know some were giving Sass and Fisher a little blowback because their names weren't on here. I, but, I mean, I don't know that they're not voting for it. No. Uh, so, I, I haven't seen a statement. Have you? No. Them? Yeah. So, I'm still kind of waiting on that. All right. Moving on. That was two? All right. Number one. Well, whether you realize it or not, you may be annoying some restaurant workers, uh, experts. I doubt re- I am. Recently shared some of the most annoying customer habits with travel and leisure. Uh, among the things that annoy uh, wait staff and restaurant workers, snapping your fingers at staff, comparing the food to other restaurants. Making unsolicited unsolicited physical contact, talking on your phone during the whole meal, sitting at a dirty table, <laughs> or expecting staffers to control circumstances brought on by weather. The other thing that really rips their hide, chaps it too, is not showing up after you make a reservation. I don't think I do any of that. I could see why snapping your fingers at staff would be... That would be a quick... The only time you should be allowed to snap your fingers at, at staff is if you go to Screamers and you are snapping along right. with a good song. Or some sort of like a beatnik-themed restaurant. <laughs> yeah, that too. We don't have one of those in Lincoln. Got a real West Side Story vibe happening. All right, And by the way, just I just noticed it's warming up to 82 now. Thanks, oh, Mark. Great. Please tell us every single degree that it goes up throughout. <laughs> index 87. Break into programming. We'd appreciate that. 756 on KLIN. <laughs> Hi, right, welcome back. Monday morning, eight eleven. Hotter than crap outside. You, how would it feel outside there? You go for a run this morning, Tim? <laughs> I don't run in the mornings. Oh, jeez. So. Yeah, no. I, uh. I. Here's the deal. Like, I'm, I'm a noon hour guy right now in my life, so I run over noon hour. I'll be Are you doing it making today? a decision. Oh, I will. Yes, every day. That's I'll be making a decision. As, I'll be making a decision as to no. whether or not I. S- choose to survive <laughs> for your own safety i'm gonna tell you no uh, don't do it It might be more of a walk than a run if today, you thought tim so. Ruse was only committed to having great hair he's also committed ah. to staying in cardiovascular shape ah. I mean, uh, yeah uh, it's become a really good hobby for me i enjoy running uh you know. legal story of summer 2022 slama herbster and beatrice jeff fortenberry sentencing medical marijuana County constitutional challenge or Caleb Henry versus Jack Mitchell uh, alleging that my property tax valuation is too low. Oh man, it's about it's about to become a class action, is what it's about to do. I was driving in here this morning, and you know what? You both made me angry because you you reminded me about about a nasty little letter I got like ten days ago or something, and I put it aside and said I deal with that later. But yes, I got. I got a nasty letter from my good buddy, the county assessor, telling me that I'm getting hit with like a, a oh man, <laughs> you wouldn't believe, like a $60,000 increase for nothing. I didn't do, it, didn't do way, anything. I guarantee didn't do anything to my house. I, I just live in it. I guarantee that actually happens. I that just people live in my house. Tattle on other people. I'm who, certain. I don't they, know. That uh, house is looking pretty nice. Jack's got that nice new deck, all composite. 
But right? this is it's where, very enjoyable. I mean, you're just like daring them. <laughs> you're like dare. You are like you are like daring. Mr. Oh, listen, you are daring, Mr. Ogden, hold, hold to send you a letter. I've talked about. Here. I've been wildly uh, open. Open. It's a part of my life I've shared with the the Lincoln audience. Did you for get an a building year. permit for it? Yeah, I did. Well, then, yeah, you're you're. Then you didn't get a letter. Uh, maybe it's coming. No, I checked the when they came out. I checked it, uh, and I don't know if I should be offended. <laughs> that, they looked at that it was, and went, yeah, "That didn't do a whole lot for us." <laughs> built by the homeowner, and I know him. He's There's on, no way. I'm just gonna guess that's not structurally sound. A, he is a public enough figure that we're not. We don't. Oh no. Oh no. I, I've seen his tweets about, re, about installing a toilet. Oh god. <laughs> maybe that maybe, deck, that maybe the toilets I put in made it a zero sum. <laughs> oh. I mean, the deck's nice, but we got plumbing problems. That I can see. Yeah, but you I, you totally reminded me that I'm supposed to be deciding sorry. whether to whether to would appeal or protest uh, that letter I got. I don't know. I don't know what to do about it. Here's my thing, right? Sorry, we're we're off track already. But property there, there taxes, no man. Here, I do not. This is where this is where I get this is where I get up on my soapbox on property taxes as an just a, a backwards way of looking at and valuing and deciding what I can afford as a person. And, and I'm, I'm in a different place or a different stage in life than a lot of people, right? In terms of what, you know, I'm, I'm a younger person. I've got young kids. will like my earning days are ahead of me, right? So I have that. If, if you're living off a fixed income or if you're even, even if you're not, right? If you're just, if you've just been working at a job for years, the fact that my property taxes, my, the, my home value is going up six $60,000 this year estimated on something that I've done nothing to in the last 12 months. It so it's worse than it was a year ago in terms of the condition that it's in. I've got two children running around destroying the interior of that home. There's holes there's in the wall. I'm not milk. kidding. There's dried milk you can smell There's literally everywhere. there's a hole in our basement wall. I'm like, gosh, should I, should I fix that? No, I'm going to let that sit. I'll fix it when the kids are older. <laughs> literally made that <laughs> There decision. should be an option. Nonetheless, here, here's oh, the thing. Go ahead. I purchased that home at a price based on what I could afford in a monthly payment, right? I'm not, nobody's buying a house outright for what they can. It's, you're setting up a monthly payment that works for you within your budget simply because I might be able to list it on the market and sell it to somebody for more today than I bought it for does not mean that my ability to pay for that house that keeps me and my family warm or cold, right? On a day like today, mm -hmm. hopefully cooler, uh, does not mean that my ability to pay for it has changed. And that is the fair backwards approach point. to property taxes that really drives me nuts, right? All right. It just Fix because it. somebody else my it is not a liquid asset. It is my home. Fix it. Uh, and so it, what it, how do you fix that? You change do you do you change the formula or do you quit relying on the the property no. tax idea? I, I have been a I I think that there is some sort of mechanism that has to freeze the valuation at the time that it's purchased or has has to have some sort of inf like inflationary mechanism or something in there. Cuz here's the deal, when you're when your valuation and your property tax increases are outpacing what you're getting for raises <laughs> in in a lot of years. I don't this year might be different. The economy is changing as we speak, right? Um but the when if if year over year your valuations are going up so much that it's causing, you know, it's 
it's taking away your raise. Right. You're not have you're not any better off living in a home, and you cannot expect a human being with a family to downsize their house simply because some hypothetical person might be willing to pay out the nose for it. Um, and I just have I just have a problem with that. I, there's got to be some sort of freeze or like we need to have that conversation. I know I know people are critical of like California and what they do with their what they did with their constitutional amendment. And I'm not saying we go there, but there's got to be some way to freeze that valuation or put in like measured increases based on what uh, my ability to pay at the time I purchased that thing um, or even like a 10 year I don't know I've got a better idea I digress I'm I've got sorry. a be- I've got a better and maybe more fun idea instead of the the protest and the hearing and comparable prices and all of those things w- if it goes up your remedy in that case is to bring the assessor or one of the people who work at the assessor's office to your home and you get to give them a tour of all of the uh, crappy things that aren't working or are problems. In your home. <laughs> yeah, I See think that? you can do that. I pretty actually, sure that's mold. I sure that's mold right there. So <laughs> I think that might be. It. You might be able to get a review of yeah, evaluation uh, during your protest hearing, but I don't. I don't. I've never gone that far. I've, I filed a protest once and was successful. I filed one one another time and did not. <laughs> look at the, not look at the tiles on this drop ceiling. I cut them myself. Very inaccurate. The health I mean, department starts showing up. What I think would be more interesting. If it, how about this? They reassess mine, my valuation, and when I get that letter, I can t- I can accept their offer to purchase. I just sign it, and send it back. All right, there you go. There you go, oh, County. You own that house. Sure. You own the house for what you think it's worth. That's, that's yours, baby. That's an amazing I'm idea. Out right now, that's an amazing idea. This is, this is now your asset. I want my I want my equity that you think I have so I've done so much work to earn. You buy it. It's, it's an offer. It's it's a it's a valuation increase notice and an uh, a first offer to purchase. Sold. Sold. Yes. <laughs> you will yours. immediately see valuations much As lower. As is. Nope. We're not doing any inspections. We're not digging nope. deep down into this thing. No, if you think it's As worth is. that, you know what? You take that asset. I will cash it out. You sell it. Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be out in 30 like days, a, a baby. Really interesting concept. Now that you, now that you bring it up, uh, uh, that that's uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah you, I don't know. We have a lot, but there are a lot of there's a lot of judicial branch drama coming here, and the just at the local level. This isn't even mentioning what's happening with the Supreme Court. I mean, we we, we are going to have we got tomorrow and Beatrice. They're going to be talking about. Lewandowski and 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 Bossy and all these people and if what you can subpoena, I don't even know what they're looking for, for from them exactly. Apparently, some documents, I'd- any sort of documents or communications related to the allegations. I think right. So the going to be some kind of smoking gun in those. I mean, I think that's maybe the hope, right? That there's an email out there or a text message or I mean, here's the deal: aren't they all using those like WhatsApp or whatever that just deletes Secret it? Thing. That doesn't Snapchat. Take a picture of the show. Older and send a message with it, <laughs> but the looking for some sort of communication and strategizing, basically, when this blows up, here's what we're gonna do. Um, I think is uh, the, this, the thought. Or this the, thing is like going to trial, isn't it? it this is gonna go to trial. I can't. You know, you and I have talked about this now since 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 the election, right? Since that's over, we've talked about it a couple of times. 
I don't see it going away, right? The neither the, side. Everybody's both, pot committed now, right? Both sides are quite in. Um, the allegations are. I mean, you look at you look at the response from the Herbster campaign, and they start taking shots at Slama's attorney. So, yeah. uh, like, I don't even know what a settlement. Who's paying who in a settlement? <laughs> I I don't see. I I mean, I don't know. It's this seems to be one of those um, contests, right? This it seems to be one of those things where it's. And here's the deal too. We've talked about this. There are serious allegations, right? And if the like he if if the allegations are true, he needs to be held accountable for it, right? Um and so it's not just this political thing probably uh, probably it's not this political thing that goes away, but um it's also a, you know, <laughs> for those people who are accused of doing it, it somewhat needs to step up and kudos to Slama uh, for stepping up and saying you know, no, yeah. like you can't just bully me out of here with a lawsuit. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to stick up for myself here. And-, and then and then let's go to legal uh, the summer of legal drama. Twenty twenty two. Is Jeff Fortenberry going to jail here in two weeks? <laughs> oh, <man>. I, <laughs> I mean, uh, this is, is it like, even two weeks. It's uh, I mean, I think it's two weeks from. So this tomorrow is, and this is Wednesday. what's crazy with me. I was going to go back and look at it. Um isn't that isn't the sentencing set for the same day as the special election? Is it yes. like the twenty eighth? It's, it's it's did they was that intentional? <laughs> did the I think the governor set the date. I, was that intentional? I'm gonna. And I, we'll, I, I, I don't know. Uh, Tuesday. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, the special election is on the twenty eighth. So two yes. weeks from from tomorrow. Right. So, correct. Yeah. Uh, right. Right around there. I'll I'll get the exact date. But yeah. I think the sentencing is like the 27th or 28th also. Yeah. Uh, or maybe it's 29th. Yeah, same day. Same day. <laughs> same day. Okay. Uh, weird. <laughs> That's a really weird coincidence. Right. right? Uh, you'd be having a victory party for Senator Flood or Senator Panzing-Brooks. Right. right. And I know neither of us are necessarily probably super well-versed in federal sentencing when it comes to, to things like this. And federal sentencing is an entirely different world, but... It's been, like, a, it's been a little while since I've talked to anybody. The last time I talked to somebody who practices in federal courts that does federal criminal law thought probably jail time, right? Thought that there might be a couple years, like a 24-month or 27-month. It's been That's been months ago, so I don't know whether that, like, that analysis stands, but the, the last I heard from somebody I thought had credibility it was like, oh, you might get you know 27 months and then actual, you know, maybe nine months sitting somewhere, six months sitting somewhere. There's a chance for like an ankle monitor served at home sort of a deal but who knows whether that'll happen based on what the prosecution mm-hmm. asks so um I, I think there's a real possibility of jail time crazy so um okay and then and then uh, to round out the mount rushmore of the legal uh dramas in summer 2022 if uh if if the the medical marijuana group wins this uh constitutional case which i don't i don't know how to handicap it exactly but if they win that like, are we going to double the amount of petition drives that we are already seeing? <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know if you double the amount that you see. Uh, it's just people. farmers market in Lincoln, Omaha, all the time. Yeah, all just, the time. Just Lincoln and Omaha. Yeah, you're going to set up outside PBA. You're going to set up outside of uh, every single concert farmers that comes market, through the. Concert. Is it the CHI Center anymore? Yeah, new kids I, I still on, want to call it the Quest. Think, Center, of, think of all the new kids on the block fans that could have been getting this weekend. I'm sure they were getting them because if they're <laughs> successful, those count, right? Hey, you could go out west to Comstock. 
the that, windmill festival. That, did, that was this weekend, yeah. right? Uh, I uh, yeah. That, that's a uh, that's, that's still a, going. There, there's a lot that goes on on out in the west. We're gonna have to explain what the Comstock Windmill Festival is to Jeff. I think I know what it is. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> it's a pasture party. It's pretty so much stage out in the middle of a field. It's fun. Um, Sounds like it. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's gonna be the most dramatic. Um, there's gonna be one that's gonna be fun, right? So whether it's the whether it's medical, here's the deal: they could still get whether they win or lose that medical marijuana constitutional thing. They still could get the signatures. Oh, they're going and, door to door, and, and then we have another. Counties. Then we have another court case about whether or not it's single subject. Oh, and who knows? So there's that drama. Oh my god! Look forward to. Well, and there's other. There's voter ID that could be on the ballot that could be subject to a court challenge on signature gathering. I'm seeing well, social media hey, posts about things. Just for the record. I'll be objecting to your joinder into Caleb's suit against me. Oh, it's fine. Uh, class action. We are certifying no, that class, class. That's not class. today. I thought you were just going to be a co-plaintiff here. Listeners, uh, text action. text the phone line, right? Best website recognition hotline, 402-479-1400. We'll add you to the signature page. We'll put you on the plaintiff's list. Oh. All right, thank you, Tim. That deck's got to be it. worth like three grand. I'm actually, starting to get worried about this now. <laughs> That's <laughs> a ten grand deck. If Maybe I it's a negative. Nobody's saying that when they're there. Maybe you want this. Maybe it lowers your valuation. <laughs> All right, thank you, Tim. I appreciate it. Uh, Eight twenty-six. Enjoy your run. Telling K today with Jack and friends on KLIN. I like the local news because it doesn't get into all these politics. Get today's top news and sports directly to your inbox. Sign up for the daily at KLIN.com. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, 839. Well, maybe you've... uh seen it in some of the the local media but we've got a tv celebrity in our midst today right. he's uh joining us dylan bulky uh you may, maybe know him from adventure golf maybe you know him from the hit tv show holy moly lincoln's own dylan was a contestant on uh on holy moly that aired a uh, a few days ago and he's joining us now tell us a little bit about the experience dylan congratulations how you doing good good, good. thanks for having me so on. it's crazy like you came in you came in to talk to us off the air like a year plus ago. Yeah. And you were like, so I did this, I did this thing and I can't <laughs> tell you anything about it, but it's going to air at some point. So it's been like a long time that long you've been time. like holding this whole thing in, right? Yeah, I know. I've had to test my secret, uh, keeping capabilities like, here. But. Yeah. What do they, what, okay. What is it? They make you sign your life away that you're not going to tell anybody that no <laughs> spoilers on a, this thing. I'm a real follower for sure. So I'm sure they, <laughs> I'm sure I could have been talking about it, but yeah, no, we filmed in March of 2021 and I wasn't sure at the time when I was talking with you guys, if I would be on the season right. last year, last summer or this summer. And then they ended up pushing mine to this summer. So yeah, I had to wait a bit. So for people who don't know, uh, Holy Moly's is one of these summer shows on, on, uh, on ABC, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and they, uh, it's kind of a combination. Best way I can describe it is like a combination of wipeout and putt putt golf kind oh, of. Yeah, exactly. Like it's yeah. that whole wipeout feel to the whole thing. Yeah. But just tell us about how this all came about for you. Yeah, so I own Adventure Golf Center, a miniature golf course owner here in Lincoln, and Eric, my business partner, was on Holy Moly two years ago, and when we were thinking about applying, we, we applied together, we made this video, we were like, all right, we got pretty easy access to a course here, so we made a pretty fun 
application video. And when I went out there to film my, uh, film my season, it was basically a year after our application and all the producers like remembered Eric and I's video and stuff, just cause we, we did it together and we made some trick shots on our course and before we opened and stuff. So customers weren't watching, but it was, it was a blast. So we, yeah, kind of figured we had a good, a good, uh, foot in the door with being a miniature. Okay. So so so. then take me through the experience that they, they tell you, okay, we want you. What happens after that? Yeah. So they almost, they almost took Eric and I on the same season and they wanted us on different ones. So they took Eric and then they, then they took me here on this last one. And uh, yeah, it was it was a blast. It was I mean nothing I'd ever experienced being I'm being able to see kind of what goes into a whole uh, television show on ABC, kind of the production behind the uh-huh. scenes. And yeah, they lined it up. Is is pretty in the middle of the pandemic and stuff, so they'd line up a bunch of yeah kind of preparatory stuff there and getting me out there and making sure we were good to go. But yeah, once we got out there, I was, I was out there for a couple of weeks and it was, yeah, it was that <laughs> so, long. Really? Yeah. It was 16, 17 days. And most of the, most of the time I was only on set for, I think five days between interviews and like kind of their first shot and then playing those, some of those holes. And That's stuff a that long time for a fairly small amount of content though. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh yeah. I mean, I was, yeah, like I said, I was only on there five days and then the rest of the time they'd asked us to basically stay, stay in our hotel room if we were from out of town. So I was, I was hungry down in the hotel room for 11 days and really? watching some watching some netflix and not doing a whole lot so while eric was back working at the course and stuff all right so so the episode is aired for people some have seen it some haven't uh seen it now you can finally tell us exactly what happened so to so tell us that but maybe with a little bit more of the background for for people who have seen it in the behind the scenes part yeah of it. yeah so yeah it's basically a competition it's eight people per episode and yeah last tuesday if you watched i yeah won that episode the first first round you just play one person at a time and you advance the events of the finals and it uh it took a long time to film each hole like they're they're basically having you get like they're basically having you walk in like doing different entry shots and like filming making sure they get the right get the right shot and they're also doing shots with the crowd at the same time so you're gonna putt but in the middle of your putts they're like also getting different shots for the crowd and stuff so it took it took a good oh i don't know 30 minutes to play one hole so and, and they cut it down oh my gosh they cut it down to a minute so it was yeah a lot of prep time but are you really only playing it once i mean is it i mean is it like a real or is it sort of yeah or is it sort of fixed for tv so somehow? They, no it, it's it's They're like wwe up. style <laughs> yeah no it, it's real they about four hours before you play, you go to the hole that you're going to play, and they kind of show you it. They have like a stunt dummy who's like does like the actual physical like kind of wipe out, yeah, kind of portion of it. So you get to see them kind of either complete it or get or wipe out basically. So you kind of see how it's supposed to be done in regards to the physical challenge. And then they give you some like practice putts beforehand, but it doesn't. Uh, I mean, it's four <laughs> hours before, so it doesn't like provide much provide much help but yeah you kind of get a sneak peek a few hours before how how fired how competitive were you wanting to to win i mean were you like i'm going in i'm winning this thing or were you just here for the here for the fun of it yeah no i was there for the fun of it but i mean i haven't like competed outside of like slow pitch softball in years so it was, it was really fun to it was really fun to actually you know kind of have that i yeah. think going in i was just like all right i don't want to embarrass myself right. and get knocked out on the first hole and then I won that first one. And then when I won the second one, I, that's when I really, I don't know if the TV showed it much, but I got pretty amped after I, <laughs> after I hit a putt there on the second one to beat, to beat that one guy. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun to, yeah, compete again. And then when I won, when I won the episode, it was, yeah, it was a blast right. to kind of be in that. So moment. is there more? So what happens next exactly? Yeah. So I'm on the finale here, which is on June 21st. So okay. yeah, there's, there's an episode airing tomorrow night and then yeah, I'm on the finale and there's, okay. there'll be nine people left, the nine episode winners. And right. 
Uh, yeah, it's basically it, three, you know, three rounds. And, and was that taped at the same the, the same time yeah. with all the rest of it? Yeah, that's why I had to stay for sixteen days. Is because I filmed my I filmed my episode in the first five or six seven days, and then I had like five days off where I just was in a hotel room for five straight days, and then I filmed the finale towards the end there. So like, oh, I don't. Don't take this wrong way, but are you like sort of surprised they're able to pour all this money, help, putting you up in a hotel for all this time for yeah. like a summer? I was there. I was like, like a summer weeknight be... show. Like, where, yeah. where's this money coming I, from? I know. I was like, there's got to be a more efficient way to do this. I've been out here for a few weeks now. You're paying for everything. But yeah, no, that's fun. I mean, I've never done anything where they're paying for all my expenses and stuff. And yeah, it was a, it was a good time. Okay. And, yeah. So the, the the final one airs. Tell us when that is again. The June, last one. June 21st. Here, June 21st. Yeah. So next, next a week Tuesday. from tomorrow. Yep. A week yep. from tomorrow. Should and we continue. And then all the chains are finally off you and you can that's right. you cannot void your your <laughs> contract right. or yeah. non-disclosure or whatever all the, it is all my friends and family who've been saying i'm two hundred fifty thousand dollars richer will we'll, we'll see they'll get their, <laughs> they'll get they'll get their answers like seriously so. though you're out having a drink with your friends and stuff and you can't say anything <laughs> yeah. well now and and when i'm golfing too and i'm missing putts they're like oh come on weren't you on a <laughs> yeah, tv show i'm like no you're the you're the superstar of this <laughs> yeah. whole how much did you get to hang out with joe tessitore rob riggle like where where did where the commentators at while you're actually doing yeah. yeah so i'd heard in seasons before there was a lot more interaction and kind of yeah being around each other with those guys with COVID. i mean those guys mm-hmm. are also doing like other shows and, and, right. and movies and stuff so they kept them pretty isolated uh so that was, that was a bit of a bummer and i've heard they're they're fun guys but we we talked with them from a distance a couple times but other than that yeah it was I mean, I think it was a pretty different experience. It was still a blast, but it was a different experience in regards to the contestants with being in the middle of all that. What was the key to being successful? Was it, I mean, how much of it was mini golf skill? How much of it was anticipating yeah. what was going to happen? Yeah, I think I think there was definitely a combination of luck. Like, my very first shot, it was just, I mean, me and the other guy, we just basically, it was just a luck, a luck shot. And then from there... Um, I do think there's definitely some skill involved. Like, like I said, I had some nights in the hotel room and days in the hotel room where I was just practicing my swing the whole time. So I felt like I should have it down with, with all that time on my hands, but no, it, it was fun. I think they kept telling us like the, you know, the putting skill is what's going to win you the show. Not the, not the physical challenges, but th- those do help. But yeah, I, I definitely had a couple clutch putts, which I didn't expect, but, but okay. But I like, I don't, <laughs> can you get back? That's what. Can you get my key from golfing your course is yeah. knowing it's not really skill and execution. It's just knowing where to hit it. Oh, for mostly. sure. Yeah, for That's sure. That's a big part, especially. Yeah. The well, I think that was the I, there's like a lot of like kind of semi pro golfers on that show. And I played a couple of them. Um, but I think where I did have the advantage was like just kind of the weird shots that are just to- totally not typical. Right. So like that one, I played on the second hole and I hit it up. This I had to like hit it up the side of the ramp and then like kind of angle it down and, but not go completely to the top. And like, that was, that was to force overtime, which I then won. Um, but yeah, that I was like, I'm probably the best. I'm the most qualified here to make this putt. <laughs> so I should. I was like, all right. I, I hope I got a chance here. Because but... <laughs> yeah. whenever I'm golfing at, at your course, I'm like, I want to my go with my kids usually, and and they always my daughter. Always, she wants to go first, and I'm like, yeah, go first. I want to see. <laughs> yeah. I want to see what happens oh, with all exactly. this stuff. There's a benefit to going later with oh, all absolutely. these. Absolutely. And I think in my the three shots I or the three holes I played that night, I went second. So it's yeah. kind of nice to have you. 
a little bit of an advantage and seeing kind of different that's different awesome. plays and stuff so what a cool deal uh for that for that whole thing to to come to fruition i'm excited to excited to see yeah. uh how this all wraps up on the 14th and or excuse me on the uh 21st and and then for you to have your your <laughs> your freedom back <laughs> in terms know, of talking about right. things real quick before we run out of time uh you guys are making a little bit of a, well first of all you've been making a buzz the last couple of summers because of your signs uh <laughs> on highway two and and 56 there yeah. By the golf course. Absolutely. Can you please, for people, we talked to you about them last year. I, my, my son right away knew what it was when the first one was up with this is a, uh, this is, what was it? This This is is a mini golf course. This is a mini golf course. Can you explain the signs? Yeah. And now the ASAP as possible. (laughs) Yeah. We've, we've gotten some flack for that most recent one, but no, the first one was just kind of a reference to the show, The Office is when it says it is your birthday, you know, period. (laughs) We just did this is a mini golf course, but also a lot of people would wander into our facility and be like, what is this place? And we're like, Oh, it's a miniature sure, golf course. So we were serious. just like, we just wanted to be as straight to the point as we could. And then just well, so we. I'm trying to imagine you guys ordering this sign. Then yeah. You have to go through oh, yeah. and like, really? They asked us, are you sure? They're like, do you want an exclamation point? We we're like, no, make it a period. So, uh, and then this most recent one, yeah, it was the new, we were saying the new course that we were building, we we're trying to say it's ready soon. So we just said the new course is ready soon. ASAP as possible. Obviously being redundant with our grammar, and that was also a reference to the office and Michael Scott uses kind of that terminology. Dude, we got so many calls from people being like hey you know your sign like just doesn't make sense and we're like oh no way <laughs> so sometimes we'd play it out like we didn't know sometimes we'd be like for the people oh, that were no, being i'm so glad you let me know. thank you <laughs> yeah we had one we had a it was a someone was roasting us on reddit and then like some people were defending us like no they're they're they know what they're doing it's from the office and then we we got one picture from some like college like journalism school like the professor was using this as uh, what not to do <laughs> with your signage a legit and i think it was like at westland or something and we we're like that is awesome because like people <laughs> we just want people to either laugh at it or if they're making fun of it we right. don't really care oh, do so. we ha- is there going to be i hope are there going to be further iterations oh, of yeah. the infamous highway absolutely right now we got a pretty simple one i'm just saying the, the, the new course is yeah. ready but yeah we'll, we'll have something back good here soon, I, so. I, I, I look <laughs> we got to tell us about the new course tell us about the idea behind it and how it how it plays and what's different between what exists right now yeah so it's a it's a ton different than our other two courses we just finished it up last week and it's open ready to play it's it's a par 72 our other ones are par 42s basically so it's it's about twice as long and um it's a lot lot tougher it's designed like an actual golf like course par fives oh yeah so the Whole, whole number one's a par five, so we start you out, we start you out tough, but yeah, they're par threes, fours, and fives, and it's, yeah, par 72, and, um, yeah, so you gotta hit layup shots, you're not just, you don't have a shot at the cup every time, just like an actual golf course, and, um, we just had our first albatross last night, so someone just got Ooh. a two on a five. But um, wait, but yeah. so am I bringing my pitching wedge to this now? <laughs> no, please don't. So, <laughs> people, yeah, he's chopping up his yeah. brand new course. Already. Yeah, no, there's, there's been, yeah, we've had some, we've had some moments already, but no, it's been, <laughs> it's been a blast. Yeah, people, people see these. I think the longest hole is ninety four feet. Um, so yeah, people are thinking Jeez. they smoke it, but yeah, we're, we're, uh, it's been a blast. It's, it's a ton different, a lot more. Trying to bring more of a competitive feel to that, that area. And yeah, much more different than our other red and blue courses. And All right, I gotta try. I, uh, you guys weren't ready to open last time I was there yet, so I still haven't yeah. been on the new one. But I'm excited to. Yeah. That said, I'm ab- still obsessed with getting on the leaderboard. Are we keeping the leaderboard for the other courses still yeah, up there? The red and the blue ones got their leaderboards. Um, 
just had a new record, thirty on the blue course. But yeah, we'll have a new record board. We're gonna we're gonna have a new one for the new course. Uh, for yeah, for the new backwoods course I, here I soon. Told so. you this a year ago. It's on my bucket list goals in life to get my name on <laughs> on one of the. I usually go for red. I'm most yeah. familiar with that one. Oh, no, man. you got to play the new course because less people have played it. Yeah, maybe, it's but he's thing. intimidating the heck out of me uh, with <laughs> with this. Like yeah. I, 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 the way you win, the way you win, and you get on that board. In my opinion, is just frequency and yeah. understanding oh, the yeah. holes for sure. That's Absolutely. that's what it is. And so no I think my breaks, best. Yeah. I think I'm gonna keep hammering the. Red. I mean, I'll try the other one, but yeah. my quest is on the red one. Absolutely. Okay, and Absolutely. I think I just, I think ten, I think straight up par will get you on on yeah. uh, yeah. in, uh, in the top will. ten right now, right now. Well, yeah, absolutely. And here's the thing: we went, my family, uh, my my kids, my wife, and I, we went out there, and I'm looking good through the through first six, seven holes. I think I was one under. Things are looking really good, and then I get to that stupid mound hole, the yeah, ma- the one gosh. with the big mound, <laughs> right? And yeah. and you've got to you've got to have the exact right speed on that thing. Yeah, and I'm telling you, I got half a centimeter from getting over the ridge <laughs> on the top, and then it came back to me. And then you take a five there, and yeah. everything's off yeah. the rails oh, for the yeah. rest of the way. Toast. I just want to walk off the course yeah. after that one. Yeah, and start we, over. yeah, that's where we get the that's where we get the explicits for sure. <laughs> they're they're flying off the charts over there, but yeah, it's yeah, it's a that's a make or break hole for sure. But <laughs> very cool. All right, so open now. Uh, you can you can go out there try the new course, try the old courses uh, as well if you want to enjoy the 103 degree weather today. Absolutely, if you'd yeah. like to, refreshments great. are available now. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, we got our liquor license last year, and yeah, that, that helps a little bit. But yeah, I don't know if it'll be too busy this week. But <laughs> well, we'll very see. good, very good. Well, congratulations on on uh, this whole thing. Very cool, and yeah. we're excited to see how it ends up here in, in a couple of weeks. And I'm sure I'll see you around this yeah, summer. Absolutely. Gonna, oh, by the way, on. do I need some kind of a witness or something to get on the? What are the What are the exact yeah. rules to get on the leaderboard? Yeah, we kind of grill you at the end. We 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 run over the scorecard with you and make sure you're not lying. We've got some people. It's just kind of fun when <laughs> when we when we do that. But no, we we trust most of our customers. Oh, God, not sure if we trust you after this conversation no, I, but, listen you can walk every time i come i'll let you know and you can walk with me and, and yeah. be my have you heard about his property evaluation you should not no. trust okay any stop it oh, boy, <laughs> so no. we're not getting into that again i've already that thing's already going up thanks to you <laughs> hey uh, congrats dylan thanks so much good luck with the new course all yeah, right thank you appreciate there you it go. dylan bulky from adventure golf eight fifty five. take a break wrap up the show after this on klin i'll just malcolm byron you're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. You think Dylan would let me play that one of the courses just over and over again until I made the leaderboard? I'm sure we can arrange just, it. I mean, maybe make it a fundraiser or something. And, and we got, I, I mean, I'm not kidding, Caleb. There's a few things I want to still do in my life. That's get on there, hit a home run out of the park in a slow pitch softball game, and get up on water skis. What are what are you doing if you are playing one of the courses to get on the leaderboard? You're playing, and just to keep you company, I'm playing as well. You finish the round, you are on the leaderboard, but I have one shot left that would knock you off the leaderboard. <laughs> you could be, you could get, I could be in tenth, but you could it'd be amazing drama. It'd be amazing, and then Caleb gets on the leaderboard, but we maybe both get on. Go we gotta we get both out. Get there. on, yeah. 24 hours of mini golf. Make it happen. All right. Have a great day, everybody. We'll be back here tomorrow. It's Stay cool. 9 o'clock. KLN Lincoln.